This is Jed McKay, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 246, take two. And uh, and you are with two high priests of Conchus. Uh, I am Ray, one of them. And joining me again is Rebecca. Rebecca, welcome, welcome. Hi. And Ozzy. I've, and... I've got my sidekick. Oh, we've got three. Yes, we've got three high priests. Uh, Aussie. Two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you know. <laughs> um, Aussie is, yeah, not. Um, he's a little little wee one. Uh, but no stranger to the show, of course. And anyway, uh, loony listeners, this is episode 246. As I said, uh, a little bit frustrating. Frustrating that kind of lost. Our idle chat earlier in the week, I was going to drop this week, I had a nice chat with Russell um, as I posted up on the Facebook page and such. Uh, we were talking about Moon Knight Rogues, Rogues Galleries versus the Marvel Universe. So hopefully we'll revisit that. But Rebecca, I mean, look, we've got exciting stuff here. There's another Moonshine. It's a, it's a new comic yeah, book review. Yeah, mm-hmm. around so quickly, just like the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the owl noon and um and yeah so what we're doing is moon knight volume nine issue four titled black black mail it's our reaction episode uh this is our reaction episode to issue four uh now before that of course a little change of pace here our sponsors first and foremost a couple of top tier patrunis drew tombs and his music under the moniker tombs and lurk music uh, also, Daniel doing with Fringe Knight, his comic book character. Uh, CLZ Comics, uh, they are part of Collectors, with a Z, uh, that do a lot of great database stuff. And Dreamland Comics from Illinois, uh, an online store now. So a big thank you to all our sponsors. Oh. Mm. Thanks for all of them. Yeah. Now... I, like you saying, I like you saying Collectors with a Z, <laughs> and then saying Data. Database. It, <laughs> it messes up my whole. Like, yeah, like, I associate one with the way I pronounce it, and the other with the right. So it's just very funny. Oh, it's so, I, I can just imagine a little tick occurring in your yeah. eye. I there, Rebecca, yeah. going. Oh. Yeah, that's cool. And then what data? No, <laughs> let it slide. Let it slide. You're saying. You're telling yourself. Um, yes. Uh, you know. Well, I'm Aussie, so. A mixed mash of everything, yeah. a, a yeah, bastardization. All the influence. <laughs> yeah. All the influence. Exactly. Um, before we get into our moonshine, um, you know, Rebecca, how how has how, how, how have things been? Not bad, not bad. Uh, it's getting cold here. Mm-hmm. We just sort of talked about that. I now have a moonstone in my nose, so that's oh. why. Nice. Uh, Excellent. So what um what is there any particular yep. properties? Is it like a gem or you know what it? It's a semi-precious gem stone. Semi-precious okay. stone, like tiger's eye. Funnily enough, for this. Uh, hey, my goodness! Uh, they gracious. were the two options: moonstone or tiger's eye, and I went with moonstone. It's got one on both sides, and then you could. I, I just call you issue four. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I've just been going to London a bit, you know. Yeah. You're talking about, um, it's coming up, right? Uh, Thought Bubble? Yeah, Thought Bubble, yeah. So... A big British comic con. Mm-hmm. And... Up in a few weeks, uh, November 12th to 14th. Oh, okay. 12th to 13th. To get any of the other UK listeners there, see if you can... Pop in. Are there any um, major changes because of how the world has panned uh, out? Um, uh, you know, a any... fair number of the overseas guests aren't coming this year. Ah, uh, yep. Um, but there's a lot of British, like, comics people. So there's still oh, a lot yeah. of uh, going. But a lot of it is like we're all going, a lot of people are just going to meet each other rather than necessarily mm-hmm. go to the comics thing. Okay. Um, but no, I mean, like, it looks like it's good, and some of them are zooming in to do panels on oh, Batman nice. and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think, like, Scott Snyder's zooming in. Oh. Um, but a lot of them will be deferred to next year. Right. Yeah, that actually reminds me as well. I think over here, Oz Comic Con's kind of kicking off again. But they've called it, yeah, they've called it Oz Comic Con Homegrown. So I think the emphasis is on local talent because of. Yeah. Probably I mean, the like, same, they yeah. do. They did have quite a lot of people, but then like our case numbers got worse, mm-hmm. and you know, there's, yeah. you know, people aren't gonna necessarily have the time to go through quarantines and stuff like that. So yeah. it is, it's totally what I expected to happen. But you know, we do have enough big names coming anyway. That and um, any uh, any ones in particular that you'll be zeroing in on. Not really. I'm just like, I'm kind of taking a much more chill approach this year. I mean, there's people I would love to. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple of books I've pre-ordered that I've got to pick up there. Okay. Um, but no, nothing really. Just going nice. to see what's out and what's around. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I think I've I've reached out to a couple of people saying if they're keen to, to go the Oz Comic Con. I just don't know. Don't know. I'm I'm really a little bit torn. There was this whole I don't know if you saw the whole thing oh it was a while ago, Rebecca, but um about them uh kind of endorsing there's one of these stalls that was like really terribly like Nazi like like Oh yeah, no I did. Yeah, yeah. did someone fly Nazi flag or something? Mm, selling store flag. Or, yes, yeah, selling yeah. all that sort of merchandise and apparently he was good friends with the organizer and um, it's like there've been complaints before, but every year he seems he seems to turn up. So yeah, mm, so it's like oh, I don't know if I want to really. Um, but at the same time, it's you know we've been lacking this sort of thing because of the pandemic and lockdowns and stuff. And it would be great to be able to go to something. So um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Might I just have to make do with going to my LCS and just hanging out there. Um, yeah. Oh, Rebecca, do you know? Look, this would you know this blew my mind. I, I think I cryptically tweeted about it early in the week. So I was at King's, right, local comic book store yeah, in Sydney, yeah. the the greatest comic book store in the universe, and okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was there. Just, I mean, hmm? we're we 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 we've got one as a sort of sponsor. So let's not, you know, oh, ease off the of right? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ray. Far out. Oh, jeez. Terrible. Oh, my God. One of the greatest. One of the. Genre. One, one yeah. of the. Um, one yeah. of Australia's then. One of Australia's best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was over there just shoot, shooting the breeze with Scotty, who, um, you know, I always have a nice little yep. Fun, yep. fun chat with. 
And anyway, things were just, you know, we were roaming around subjects because Scotty loves to, to chat, as do I. And, you know, we went from comics to, you know, this and that. We went to, to fo- footy, like rugby. And anyway, please bear with me, US as listeners. You as you do. And so it's like, oh, okay, cool, yeah. And he said, oh, I used to work at the, the Leagues Club for the Tigers. I said, really? I said, I'm, I'm oh, a huge Tigers fan. Yeah, yeah. I guess, oh, yeah, 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 I did. And uh, I get to meet a lot of the past players and all that. I go, wow. I go, and I'm thinking in my head, two worlds colliding, you know, um, my comics love and my love for the, for footy and my footy side. Anyway, he keeps on going on. And then he goes, oh, yeah, then my dad's my dad's actually coming back from England. Um, we're hoping to. And then it just clicked in my head because I remember his surname, um, Sheens, because I follow him on Facebook. I go, hang, hang on, Scotty. Your your dad from because <laughs> we're talking footy. He goes, yeah, my dad yeah. Tim. I'm going, oh my god, Tim Sheens, and he goes, yeah, yeah, that's my dad. <laughs> and for listeners who may not know, Tim Sheens and I am a Tigers, a diehard Tigers fan. Tim Sheens was the Tigers head coach um, for over a decade, and he uh, he gave us a premiership, um, you know, much beloved and stuff. So I told Scott, I said, you're, you're bloody royalty <laughs> you know that don't you <laughs> and uh, yeah so i was absolutely floored at this like revelation that that scott who i've known for like a couple of years just you know from the local comic book store um is the son of the coach of you know the footy side wow. it's crazy uh so anyway big shout out to scotty there um if you're listening <laughs> uh but yeah anyway that was my that was my week rebecca <laughs> well, that's an exciting week. Yeah. Well, you know, US listeners are probably going, what the, you know. They're probably still confused about what football we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, rugby league. Um, well, actually, also a shout out as well to, I had a little check on Lipson on uh, listens. A shout out to Belgium and uh, and to Norway uh, for, for Ooh, some, nice. li- some listeners there. <laughs> or lis- a listener there from each of the countries. Um, welcome. Anyway, Rebecca, I think it's time to get into <clears throat> some Moon Knight action. Yeah. So, as mentioned, we've got uh, Moon Knight, a volume nine, issue four. Now, this is titled Blackmail, and for those that have read it, will understand why. Uh, Rebecca, have you got perhaps the details there? Uh, I can get them very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes. You mean the writer, etc. Yes, et please. Yeah. Yeah, writer Jed McKay, artist Alessandro Capuccio, colour artist Rochelle Rosenberg, letter of VCs Corey Pettit, cover artist uh, Steve McNiven, Frank D'Amata, uh, there's lots of variants, mm-hmm. and who else do we need? Uh, assistant editors Martin Byro and Annalise Bisa, and editor Tom Braybort. Mm-hmm. And uh, currently available... On, uh, on floppy or digital from Colic Comicsology, um, and uh, we know, of course, this is a bit further on in February next year. Sometime uh, the trade will come out, which this will be part of. Now, for listeners uh, that maybe are unaware what Rebecca and I will do, this is very much similar to all the other comic book reviews we do do of classic and modern. Uh, we'll go through a bare bones, which is a synopsis. Uh, and then uh, Rebecca and I will then uh, throw ourselves into some various aspects, bouncing from art to writing to characterizations to themes to references, and we will 
tie it with a nice and neat bow at the end with a moon rating. Uh, now, Rebecca, I don't, I'm not sure yeah. I've made an executive decision to do away with the vanilla rating. I mean, it's as bo- oh, nice. boring yeah. as hell. Let's. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's there, but this is yeah. this is very unique to us. It is, yes, and gifted to us by Connorshoot. Exactly the the uh, the third high priest. Well, apart from Aussie as well, the third high priest uh, of Connorshoot. <laughs> third real one. Third real one. Um, so yes, a, a big. Uh, a big plug, not plug, a big shout out to Konishu. Um and because I always ask, and everyone goes for it, so why not? I mean, let's do away yeah, with the vanilla one. Because it's cute. It is. It is. It's a yes, very much of it uh, for the ITK community. Anyway, um, we're gonna rate it at the end there. Um, so, if you don't mind, Rebecca, I ha- I really have just slapdashed this together. Um, you want me to read it? Well, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Thank you. I know. Uh, okay. In another session with Dr. Sturman, Mr. Knight justifies the use of a mask in an attempt to explain to the doctor why she's never seen him without it on. To Mr. Knight, the person that is Mark is insignificant compared to the symbol that is the Fist of Conju. They're part of his vestments. That's the mask. Uh, a suit or a shroud, and both are worn by dead people. So he's referring to himself as mm. as a dead person. We'll come back to that. Uh, elsewhere, Rampage, aka Stuart Clark, the most innocuous of names, uh, <laughs> explains to the mystery villain who hired him how he hopes to break Moon Knight. The evil mastermind relishes Rampage's strategy to attack Stephen Grant's funds and commends him and his tenacity. Back at the midnight mission, Mr. Knight has a visit from one of his old friends, Tigra. Tigra, Tigra? What we say? (laughs) Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Uh, Greer Nelson's sunny disposition carries favour with Reese before Mr. Knight receives a phone call from Rampage threatening to destroy his finances if he doesn't do what he says. There's the blackmail. Mm -hmm. Uh, Moon Knight complies, and as the caped hero, he attacks the supervillain Jigsaw and his crew late at night. Rampage wants revenge on Jigsaw and uses Moon Knight who's happy to oblige. Quickly afterwards, Moon Knight crashes into Rampage's hideout, surprising the villain and along with Tigra the two heroes terrorise Rampage despite his attempts to threaten Moon Knight further by wiping out his entire bank account. Moon Knight shrugs off any threat and warns Rampage, I'm Moon Knight so you have no hold over me. Later that night, Moon Knight and Tigra reflect on their friendship and how Moon Knight has changed. Mark reveals his sorrow in how he's destroyed his friends and even his relationship with his own daughter. Uh, wearily, Mark reveals to Tigra while he... What, Tigra? I don't know what I'm <laughs> I, know. I love it how you bounce. Time. <laughs> yeah. I am bouncing back. I'm, I'm going to say it different every time. Why not? <laughs> yeah, it's like those books that use she and he alternately. Yeah. I'm using Tigra and Tigra. Uh, and probably Rampage and Rampage as well. Like, so <laughs> whatever. Rampage, yeah. uh, uh, why he wears the mask he does it so he doesn't have to look at himself and see the person he's become Tigra comforts <laughs> and the two sit on top of the building waiting for the new day to earn the sun that's explained in the writing yes no thank you Rebecca there um, yeah so that is it in a, a nutshell um, you can call them whatever you want Tigra Tigra Tigray yeah. Rampage Rampage 
Moon Knight. Oh, sorry. Moon, Moon Knight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Moon Knight Marks, Jay Stephen. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. gifted with that one. Um, <laughs> luckily, Moon Knight is easy to pronounce. I'm okay with that yes. one. I, I want to kind of latch on to one of the, uh, the comments that you made a bit earlier there, Rebecca, while you were reading the, the Bare Bones, just to kick us off. Oh, hang on. Let me just, sorry. Let me just backtrack a little. Overall impressions, Rebecca, without going into details first. What did what did you make when, of issue for? When I first read it, mm-hmm. I was reading it quite quickly because I wanted to make sure I didn't like avoided spoilers and could go chat with uh, people in the Discord and on Facebook and not get spoiled. So I got really confused about who was fighting who and yeah. who was in control. Like I was like, is are they still, is one of these the mystery guys? Is like, am yeah. I getting this? So- but then I, I went back and I read it properly this morning. It is actually very clear in the text. Oh, it is. But um, I, I can understand, like, if you do gloss over it, how you can... Because you really yeah. have to pay attention to the word word balloons. You, you know, yes, what is actually... exactly said. Exactly. Yes. There was one yeah. point where I thought a different person was saying the stuff about the yeah. money. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, well, it makes sense because Rampage is also a, a Silicon Valley brat. Mm-hmm. So he'd obviously be able to do the hacking side. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it made sense. It just um, so I like it, but this very much feels like I loved having Tigra. Yes, Tigra. I loved having her back. She was. I mean, it was it was such a joy to have this sort of levity. Yes, but also somebody who knows him, so could bounce that mm-hmm. and moving. Like, I felt we're progressing where his mental state is and what's happened to his former support structure. Yep but not revealing too much. Mm. But it's like kind of we're edging forward on that one, but we know we're getting the reveal of the baddie next time. So yes. it, it all moved along, and but it felt very much like one of those kind of in-betweeners, but with yes. some real nice moments to, to sort of lift it a little bit from yes. just being something to move the plot along. How about you? Yeah, no, look, I'd, I'd share your, your sentiments as well. I um. Uh, reading it as well and reading carefully, I mean, when I got to that... Yeah, I, I was, sorry, without getting into details. But no, I, I enjoyed it. I thought I thought there were... Uh, it was a slower issue, obviously, compared to, say, the last issue, which was nearly all action. Uh, and it depends on, I guess, what, whether you like it or not. I, I see it working well with the, with the arc. Uh, if you read it... Again, if you look at it holistically, it probably works really well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not that yeah. it doesn't work well here, but it's just that I've just seen some comments. We'll get to some feedback as well, and some people may like it, some people may not. But if you look at it, yeah, if you look at it and read all, say, five issues or six issues um, of the arc, I think it will will work quite well. Um, yeah, there there is a lot of uh, there is a lot of moving forward to it. At Tigra, Tigra, um, <laughs> uh, I I absolutely loved her in it. She was like uh, I'd say like a breath of fresh air. And again, not to say that. It has been stuffy and, um, you know, bad in any way. But it's just that she brings a different tone to the to the book. I'll give you another. I thought she was a, a ray of sunshine. Oh, yeah. She, I, I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, she was. Because she wasn't, she hasn't been, she hasn't got the baggage that it seems that the other characters do have at the moment. You know, there's a little bit of like a tinge of sadness and there's even there's more than a tinge with mark later on like yeah i mean and he can talk to her because she does know his situation oh, i love the conversation that they have so, they're just yeah. so kind of like intimate without you know without just being 
Yeah, and it, yeah. it comes like it's kind of bookended. Like you've got Doctor Sturman at the mm-hmm. beginning, who he's very cagey with about that. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. more like he has, he has an agenda of what he wants to talk to the psychiatrist about. Yes, which is the whole um, the mentor side thing, the, the sort of the, mm-hmm. the you know. And then, but with with Tigra, he doesn't have that. Yes, he has. He's just. This is finally he can tell someone what happened and how much the age of country messed him up, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and how much he feels he messed up. Yeah, I think also as well. It, absolutely, I think the book ending is great. Like the whole theme, I've got that down as, as the theme of the masks. Um, but there's even something in, in between that as well. He again explains the mask because uh, Tigra, Tigra, Tigre is saying, uh, "Let's see your peppers." <laughs> What are, what are peppers? Peepers. Uh, peepers. Peepers. Oh, that makes more sense. I thought it was some sort of special, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like peepers. The eyes. The eyes, yes. Yeah. Oh, that makes... Okay, I misread that. I thought it was peppers. Because I thought, what is this? Is there some new street street jargon that I'm unaware of? Okay, peepers, yeah. That's <laughs> um, But, yeah, she, she calls him out again and he gives an explanation which is pretty flimsy i mean they they it's dispel terrible. it straight away they they go oh, it's, it's the um yeah it's the standard superhero yeah 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 and they well hang on you've got a what is it you've got a you're on imdb legend of conscience yeah, yeah, executive yeah. so they call him out on it pretty quickly so again we we get that theme of uh, why why are you wearing the mask you know it's almost as if like this issue should have been told instead of blackmail, which it still has blackmail in it, probably should be called like the mask or something because I found that a very strong thread that kind of ran through. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, um, it's the question you get at the beginning that you get answered at the end. Yeah, so it's, it's great. It's it nice. Great. Yeah. But, and, but, but I also really like that, like, it's also done in the colouring. So, like, mm-hmm. when he's with Dr. Sturman because it's like 7 a.m., presumably, because there's oh, yeah. sun coming through the window. Mm hmm. Um, the room, everything is in browns and oranges. Yes. Obviously, Tigra is brown and orange. Mm-hmm. And then, it's, so, so it's kind of like it is bookending. These are the two people that he's talking to about the stuff. And yeah. in between, you go into these very uh, cold colours. Mm-hmm. Yes, mostly. Although there's you know bits of the sun where um, where Rampage is on the phone <laughs> to the other guy. <laughs> yeah, a shout out to Rochelle Rosenberg. I guess the the colouring is really on point. It is really cool. Um, and, and the use of... oranges too. Sorry? There's a lot of oranges and there's a lot of blues. Yeah. And like, which they is... don't mix too much, which is nice. Mm. And like, if you just compare this with issue issue prior, like she uses a, a totally different palette like yeah, you know, to, yeah. to create different effects. So it's not like... And that's in a good way. It's not like, you know, she's just choosing things willy-nilly uh yeah there's a lot of thought that goes into it for the particular issue and um and those cold blue lights of uh of the computer screen for rampage um i think work really well i want to call out this amazing effect of this glowing rebecca i just so beautiful and she does it a couple of times like with the computers the Mm -hmm. back of computers yeah uh has got that glow off it Mm -hmm. um the lens flare we should say (laughs) <laughs> yeah and then obviously midnight um when he's standing surrounded by goons yes and can i i would like to call out now um mr capuccio can i can i grab that artwork please if you're selling no, it because I 
Yeah. Ray would probably pay you for it, so that's a much yeah. better bet. <laughs> but it is amazing. I love this. Um, and and I put in like I I progressively just I'm getting more and more impressed with how Capuccio's portraying Moon Knight. It is just it's just kind of. I love everything about it. Yeah, spectral. He's like ghost-like. Is um, and this thing, this thing with the goons, um, really kind of, dynamic as well. Yeah, it's almost like he's a blur. You know, it's very yeah. And then, and the funny thing is, you have the comparison to like where Tigra and Reese are talking; they're very defined. Yes, very. So it's defined. not you know, it's it's definitely a choice. And Mister Knight is much more defined as soon as he's Moon Knight. Oh yeah, and there's that beautiful that beautiful art thing. Uh, one page later, after all the the action, where he's just standing, just hooded, um, and the perspective is from high with all the goons. Mm trashed and oh, I, love I think you mentioned in your notes as well he's glowing there as well it's just yeah really really good art in that respect um but but yeah art and colors i think they're working really well at the moment um in this book um for sure um yeah rampage i, I wanted to just mention as well for a split second when i was first reading it and i did for a split second because again you have to pay attention to the word balloons whether or not he is the big bad or not. And I was like a little disappointed thinking, oh, this can't be, he can't be the big bad, can he? Because he's like, you know, he's such a Z-grade yeah, yeah. character. Well, I, I think it was also because we'd been guessing at so many obscure characters that mm. it was like, well, maybe. And then, so it was just like, I think we'd kind of, lure, I'd lured myself into that trap. Yeah, yes. Of like, oh, Oh, he's obscure. Somebody else had been talking about. We'd been talking about Jigsaw from yep. the preview because we'd seen the, um, the scars, scars on the face. Yeah, that brought me into that whole Punisher villain kind of world, and I was like, maybe. And then when I read it properly, I was like, oh no, no, not quite there yet. Yeah, like we're getting there, but not quite there yet. Not quite there. Yeah, I mean, it was fun to see Jigsaw in this as well. I mean, Reese, uh, not Reese, yeah. um, Stuart Clark, who I just can't get out of my head. Stuart Clark is an Aussie. Australian bowler, a cricket player. So, <laughs> yeah, so I just, oh, that's all I think of. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. He's, he's a little bit of a, um, yeah, I don't know. He's just a little bit of a, a weasel. Um, I, I much, I really love seeing Jigsaw in this. Um, I would yeah, do, it was nice to see him. Because mm, he's a big name, and, I, and I'd love to have seen how that fight would have ended up. But rest assured, you'd imagine Moon Knight came on top because he... He visits uh, Rampage, Rampage, shortly after. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see if we go to. I'm just thinking of other. Oh, art, sticking with art as well. Um, I just wanted to call out uh, the use of Moon Knight's cape. Um, I found uh, there were little little references or, or at least nods to obviously the Sinkevich classic. A cape where he's swooping in the air and it's pretty much a crescent yeah, mode, which really, is really cool. I think it's a really long cape as well, which I love. It's huge. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. It's, yeah. it's voluminous. <laughs> voluminous. Um, I think as well, I think I'm just being, um, I think Sienkiewicz actually uses it the other way, um, but it's it's still got the same effect with the with the crescent. Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's an impossible effect, but I like it. Oh, yeah. So whatever. And then I've also cited um, Hefte Paolo's art because when he kind of 
flops down on top of the building. Like you're talking um, <laughs> like huge amount of cape. This is a, a ridiculously huge amount of cape and just reminded me of that run, which is um, the Benson run after the Houston, uh, so issues 26 to 30, where he has almost like a spawn-like cape. Um, I like that use, uh, that kind of effect for Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know, any, any other points for, say, art or, or writing, Rebecca? Uh, I've got a couple of writing points. Mm-hmm. Something I really didn't like. I didn't like Mark referring to Hawley as a vegetable. Ah, right. Yes. So Hawley being the that janitor. I, it feels like a phrasing that went out in the nineties, if not earlier. And right. there are so many other ways to say somebody is comatose. Right. Yes. Or, you know, unable to respond, in unresponsive. Yeah. Um, and for a book with a main character where we are being, trying to, at each iteration, we try and get better about the depiction of mental health. This felt like, I mean, it's only a little throwaway comment, but it mm-hmm. was very jarring that he'd say it. And oh, okay. like, yeah. I think, especially as I don't think Mark's been particularly, like, uh, bad on, I, I don't know. I mean, I, it just felt weird, and I'm yeah. I'm not necessarily saying they need to censor stuff and stuff, but it just seems that unresponsive is so much it would cover it easily without. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just stuck out as something like my sister works in mental health, social work, and there are many things that have been beaten out of me. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm very attuned to it, and I just didn't like it. And yeah. I think given that the writing has generally been pretty good so far, mm-hmm. uh, what else did I not like? Uh, I thought the exposition with Rampage uh, was pretty clunky. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I thought... If, if, like, if you were two guys talking about this, you probably would have known a lot of this. So we're getting a lot of, oh, yes, you were a stock oh, uh, Silicon okay. Valley guy. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was. It, we needed it for the comics. I, I appreciate we've moved away from little explanation boxes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it just made it a little bit more clunky than some of what we've seen in the comics so far. And art-wise, I think using binary code to depict computers is um, oh, is a bit. Yeah, I don't even know if most people in their like early twenties would really like ping that, but it gave a very nice effect when it was like reflecting his face. So I'm, I'll forgive it. And um, I don't know what else you'd have there because it's not like he could write loads of code. Yeah, or you know, like so I kind of accept it for like okay, whatever. It was probably very easy to replicate. Yeah, and you know what it's saying. It's just I like, think it's a stop. Have we ever seen a screen of binary code for a long time? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's probably just the um, like you could have done like a stock exchange page. I think probably would have. Done oh yeah, it that would more because it's all to do with finances, isn't it? And yeah, yeah. In, so. so um. So they're, they're my criticisms. That's probably pretty much my only criticisms of the of the issue. So, yeah. okay. Oh, um, no, I mean, I think they're all they're all valid as well. I mean, not wanting to defend, you know, them. As no. well, but I'm just thinking that, um, like, with the the vegetable comment, I mean, I'm thinking maybe Mark has some emotional reaction to maybe, um, remembering Holly. You know, but um, maybe. But I just I think yeah. I mean in the same way as we would expect writers to yeah censor other slurs that their characters would say normally if they were a real person yes 
oh, then no, no, I, I, I would yeah. expect this one where there is an easy switch out that doesn't actually affect, unless they want to portray Mark to be like offensive all of a mm-hmm. sudden. And I don't know. It I just mean, seemed maybe people for... don't think of it as offensive as I do, but yeah. I think but it's you... pretty bad. Yeah, you just saw it like really out of nowhere. Like everything was kind of going okay, and then and then he says, "Yeah, that yeah. It's like, oh, that's yeah. a bit." Yeah. yeah, and it's not like one where <clears throat> I think it's different different cultures. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure worldwide it's not acceptable anymore mm. to refer people like like when I was a kid is when we I would have last used that. Yeah, and you know, um, yeah. but hey, maybe maybe it is reflecting something about mark you know i just don't want to defend it because I, I just don't think it's defensible oh yeah yeah fair so enough. i mean yeah. like i mean i'm sure there could be a reason that jed was like final you know like this is what i want him to say for this reason mm-hmm. i just don't happen to think that we need to be the people defending that yeah fair like enough. we all, no, of course. all know that's a possibility that but i just think it's bad so yeah no no that's fair enough um yeah, I mean, and looking again with a critical eye, I mean, you mentioned about the exposition being clunky. I thought, uh, for me, what what kind of didn't work for me was um, was when Rampage dropped that little hint of, oh, there's an ethnic festival, you know, really yeah. loud, loud outside. And I'm thinking, oh, gosh, let me guess. This is going to somehow trace him. Like you know where he yeah. and lo and behold, you know that's how Midnight tracks him. It was a but little bit said that, like because he's a baddie. I don't mind him saying something as stupid as ethnic festival. Oh yeah, festival. Oh like, yeah. I don't mind him dropping the ethnic in because number one, ethnic in itself is not an offensive word. Oh yeah. And number two, I mean, you know, like so, but it may be you're right. It was a bit clunky and it was clearly a clue. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that, I mean, that was it. That was the main thing. It was just like clunky and effective. Um, let's drop this. This, if you uh, think Reese was a teenager, can we just go back to? No, his, I didn't his, actually. No way. I, I, yeah, I didn't either. I mean, and I, even if it's one of his other gang, they're all the same age. I thought. Yeah, so. I always imagine them maybe early twenties, something like that. Yeah, I mean, definitely so younger. We have to rethink that. She's definitely younger. Yeah, She's definitely nineteen max. If he's going to go around calling <laughs> her teen, and <laughs> the last unless he's teenage. just using it as a you know when you as like hyperbole, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like as in she's half my age therefore she's a teenager i do that sometimes i call you all kids you know oh, yeah 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 true true that's um yeah and look comics are a funny thing i remember in the bemis run uh wasn't dietrist she was like very small in one issue and then that other issue she was almost like a mid-teen <laughs> it's like what did she grow she definitely had a, a between like nine and twelve i'm not sure if we ever really like yeah. worked out how old she was yeah. maybe we did um but sticking i guess with that point Rebecca as well, and, and and you did mention it um, in that that last talk with Tiger with Greer on the yeah. uh, on the building. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of things that came up bubbling to the surface from Mark, um, which I found quite interesting. Namely, uh, uh, what he thought of his friends, but uh, more more interestingly, what happened to Dietrich, which is uh, I'm... well, I thought, I thought the really interesting number one, it was adorable that Tigra put her tail around him. Yeah, <laughs> they get closer and closer on the thing, and then when he finally like gets to the worst of it, her tail wraps around him. So yeah, Ozzy approves. So, <laughs> but like, I just want to look at some of. If we're going to talk about the language being very careful, huh? mm-hmm. he says uh, he's done bad things to people, mostly ones who deserved it, but also people who didn't. The ones who loved me, they're either dead or they hate me. So that's supposed to cover all his previous support characters there. 
I'm assuming they hate and, him, but a lot, yeah. I, I'm assuming that, but I'm assuming there's a possibility some of them may have died. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I found out I had a kid, a daughter. After the age of Conju, her mother took her away, left the country, told me never to come after them, said I was dangerous. And it seems really strange that, like, Marlene would suddenly... But then, you know, the age of Conju was another level of, like, crazy. It was. Uh, in terms of, like, taking on the Avengers and stuff like that. And uh, she's also a mother now, which changes things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, no, uh, there's there's plenty in here. It's it's great. There is there is a lot in there. Uh, I betrayed every friend I had in the Avengers. So that's just the Avengers. But it also still leaves <clears throat> open. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in here. Mm-hmm. My random suggestion from last week that the <laughs> mystery villain yes. is uh, since we know it's not a Moon Knight villain, that it's a Moon Knight ally. Oh, oh! I'm just throwing it in there that Frenchie's on my list. Oh, oh! That Betrayed is badly enough. It's, I expect it to be 100 percent wrong. Still going with full killer, but Frenchie <laughs> is. You know, I just I, if we're talking about careful language, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, no. I mean that is interesting. Uh, we are one issue away from finding out who this person okay. is. Um, look, <laughs> if I'm to be completely silly, Rebecca as well. Because you know how they portrayed Frenchie in the past. So when yeah. this mystery person is talking to Rampage, at least the person not saying the information. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That would be a giveaway. <laughs> that would be a, a dead giveaway. Your uh, French accent is like, yeah. I can't understand you. Wherever it's, no, I yeah. honestly don't think it would be him, but I think that, or Crawley, I think it opens up. I, I just I'm just throwing that out there to be a total dick, mm. really. It's just like yeah, we well. said we said no Moon Knight enemies, but you know, like if he's betrayed everyone and they all hate him now, yeah. maybe they want to get him back to basics by breaking yeah, him down. I, that yep. Yeah. I mean the motive um sounds plausible as well, so <laughs> that's I'm pretty sorry. cool. Um yeah, I mean we'll have to again, it's it's um but I'm looking forward to the next issue. Uh, yeah, me too. But I, I, I did love him having a friend he could actually talk to. I loved him opening up. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm... sad when he took his mask off. Yes. I'm actually starting to dig the fact that this really does tie in with the Age of Conchu. Because you know how sometimes when yeah. characters... Yeah, they ignore... Yeah, they ignore like when they make appearances in team books and stuff. I'm actually... And, you know, we know our thoughts on Age of Conchu as well, but I'm actually starting to kind of like it, how it's being integrated, how Jed's actually made that part of it's his story. It's definitely solo. like triggered that a different path for Mark mm. in how, in his relationship with Conchu, his relationship with himself, and um, in that his DID seems mostly under control. Yeah. Uh, and is trying to find where's the way forward after this new traumatic event, which is like what he's done yeah um and i love that she's gonna stick around i love that she Me even too. gets to have a joke about where her kid is yeah, on yeah. A field trip with this cat people grace group uh, <laughs> yeah I've, I've um i can't i do remember that she does have a a child yeah, yeah. Uh, but i just can't remember her her arc but it just means there's a lot there's a lot for them to talk about yep She's directly. He's already taken his mask off to her, like within an mm. issue. Well, he's so. I mean, he works and 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 kind of yeah, so almost now, resides now with Reese. Get, get and he, side of him. 
Well, he sleeps in a sarcophagus. Can we yep. please talk about yeah. that? In the <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got I got visions of Ben Affleck in that you know flotation. Um... I was like, I was I laughed about it, and then I was like, um, okay, but he really does believe he's been touched by God, so maybe this is it. But it's like seeing the the sarcophagus next to the Apple phone charger. Yeah, and a cracked screen at that as well, which is cool. Cracked screen, because obviously <laughs> he's always going to drop his phone, and then the very cool ringtone. Uh, oh, and yeah, Rebecca, um, that reference, there's a reference here for that ringtone. There is, um, yeah, was... it's linked by Echo and the Bunnymen. Yes, I put that in the notes, but I saw that you had that in there as well. I mean, like you... Yeah, well, I'm old enough that I knew it yeah. from the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, and I commented that it shows he has good taste in music. Yes, along with his love of Dazzler, which we already established. I'm, I'm going to try to get a YouTube version of it, um, so loonies, mm. you can listen to it if you if you ha- don't know the song or are unfamiliar with it. Uh, Rebecca, I'd like to go back to the sarcophagus because I want to talk about. Yes, let's uh, go back to the sarcophagus. Well, just because that kind of links with, um, I guess, holistically how Mark thinks of himself. He, he actually. Um, he doesn't view himself I mean, in a good, a good light. But, yeah, he but, views himself as a dead man walking. Yes, like, yes, in the like a dead man walking. Yeah. So yep. he's sleeping in a sarcophagus. He doesn't need to be comfy. Yep. He's sleeping during the day. Yeah. So he can do all of his mission. I mean, I don't know how he manages it, like middle-aged man sleeping <laughs> on whenever he needs to. Yep. It's a miracle. But, but, like, what, uh, but Rebecca, what is yeah. it like for someone to say that they are a dead man walking or a dead person walking or that they're dead what does that mean to you to them like what what does that tell you of that person like uh, it suggests to me that they've got no feelings left um you that know? they've lost a certain spark of life yeah yeah that they are live i mean in his case he's very much living for this his work or his duty mm. um because he knows he's not dead like he knows, he, but he just that he he doesn't have any. Like he feels he has nothing to live for, and that everything that was his life has changed. So he's now into this new area of life that he's treating as death. Yeah, kind it, of thing. It's just it's, it's kind of depressing. It is depressing. Like I'll just say, it's such a depressing thought, and to have this weight on his shoulders, and, and then also to the fact that. He um he's still carrying it's out. It's very good that he's admitting it to his psychiatrist. Yeah. If you have feelings like this, please go see someone if you can and tell yeah. them. Abs- <laughs> like, absolutely. You know, like a man in, you know. Yeah, I mean but he's he's also carrying out the word of country like a god that he actually spurns it's as white, well. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So but it's literally the only thing that is letting him cling on. It feels mm. like if you sever that tie of Mr. Knight and the mission. Yep. There's going to be a whole like thing of pain and misery. Yeah. So if you if you deprive, you know, we're talking about the big bad trying to break Moon Knight. So if you deprive, yeah, I him, think we're very close to it. I yeah. Think we're, like you know, it's, it's it. I, I think we'll get close if not there. Yeah. Can I also say that I like the big bad. I appreciate him having a photo or a poster of Moon Knight <laughs> on his. Wall. Yeah. That, that cheered me up immensely. Oh, there's no other. I was looking. There's no other clues there. Look, just there's just, literally no other clues except normal... they're, pro- they're almost certainly male. So. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, wearing a suit. I just really have no no clue at all. Um, but yeah, so quite a depressing outlook, and and then bouncing towards the end where he finally reveals to to Greer, you know, the behind the mask and saying literally, 
I'm doing it to hide hide from myself. I can't I can't look at myself. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, but now now he's broke. Now he'll be. Now you start building back up with someone on your side you can talk to. Mm. You know, getting a, a little section of friends. Yes. Uh, uh, I need to go to the uh, the unallowed space of the podcast to talk about the themes of this issue. Okay. Which I you, you know what it is. It's on, I've put it under themes. I'm going there. Oh, okay. Hang on. Let me, let me have a little look. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Oh. Let, let's, uh, so, let's, uh, let's, like, so I apologize in advance to okay. long term listeners and new listeners. Yeah. But, um, I think you have to note there's some playful Batman nods here. Mm, okay. Yes. All right. He says, I'm not a, I'm not a great detective. Oh, yes. Also, I never said I was a great detective. I love so that. So there you go. Yeah, I like right. that. Right, you can't not laugh at it, right? It's yeah. a playful allusion to Batman. Yeah. Um, and then um, the whole thing about attacking him with his money is like, you know, we all joke on Twitter about how there's this age-old, oh, you know, if Bruce Wayne really cared, he'd give away all his money, and this, that, the old uh, Batman's nothing without money. Yeah. Um, and, and look, it gets, it gets thrown at Tony Stark as well. We've mm-hmm. seen many comics where he doesn't have as much money or he doesn't have Stark yeah. uh, Industries anymore. That's the whole resilient thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny gave away all his money, Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. So when you know, for any of the the very rich uh, things, it's a t- but Moon the the direct the thing with Moon Knight is that we you know his so many of his gadgets that we've relied on in the past, mm-hmm. which he hasn't really relied on in this. I mean, he's had his like mic and stuff like that, but nothing. And he pays for. Uh, a shop front in New York, presumably, yeah. that isn't the cheapest thing in the world, because that's one of the things they they talk about is that like if you didn't have the money, that. Um, and also the third one is when he's talking to Tigra and he talks about, oh hell, I was like carving like moons into people's faces. Mm. I'm sure it wasn't in was it in Suicide Squad, the oh. old Suicide Squad that they talk about Batman carving bat symbols into people and everyone's oh, like oh okay. Batman would never do that and I'm like so they, they they each made me think about it I appreciate they're not direct nods the, yeah. the, the great detective one was the that funny was a, one yeah that was a funny one but it yeah. did make I just want to point out that there was a little bit of a theme going there that yeah. we all get the joke that he came through <laughs> with, so it's, just, uh, it's not funny and it's not true yeah. I can say it here because I'm among friends yeah. we all know it's not true yes. there is far more to Moon Knight than this but yes. um, I quite like when you can be confident enough yeah in the differences yep. to make those little like little sly nods that you know that all the clickbait sites are going to be writing about that come yeah you know yeah, well, yeah. they'll carry on so um so you know if you assume that some people will be coming to this character new in like february with the trade mm-hmm it's you know it's a nice little nod there. <laughs> yeah. but I think in general the bigger theme was friendship and what that can do for you and how much he's missing his support structure yeah. and building a one, you know, which is something that uh, another certain hero <laughs> has always had. To do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's certainly seen here. I mean, basically, Green and Nelson. Um, you know, takes the cake for it in this issue with it. I mean, we don't see much of Reese and and the other and Soldier and stuff like that, but we have that history and the affinity between the two characters, and that yeah, as you say, that really does carry along that this friendship theme across. Um, yeah, those little nods. Um, I, I know. I like, the, 
I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not against little nods like that. No, it's no, no, like, you know, no, not at all. They, they, they give me a smile, and um, yeah, it's not, it's not trying to be some sort of academic look at how they're all treated. So, you know. oh no, I mean, I there's this really funny little nod that Mensch does. Um, reviewed it a few episodes ago with Andrew Shaw, fellow Aussie. It was the um, the Mark Spector Moon Knight special with Chong Chi. And there's mm-hmm. uh, there's a panel in it where they're going through the secret lair, and Moon Knight's like shooing away all these bats that are kind of surrounding him. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's just like those little things are, are, are kind of. Can't not think about it because it's now been programmed into us. <laughs> like <laughs> think about, it. but yeah. it's just like, I don't mind nods to it. It's it's, but it's when it becomes all encompassing. Yeah, yeah. Or people start to believe it. Like it's fine as long as you know it's not true is you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah totally uh absolutely with friendship and yeah that detective joke with the the um carving though i i always just assumed that was the houston because that was very big on in that yeah run, no, that it is. Um, but it just it was the other thing that had vaguely reminded me so i thought i'd yeah. chuck it in there yeah now for sure uh Look, I'm just going to bounce to a. Oh, you've, yeah, you've got it there as well. The references, Rebecca. Um, you want to call out? I, I, I do a, another podcast about Scarlet Spider, so I was very happy to see this reference. Oh, um, the Spider-Man Beyond poster. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw that. Like, I watched. I saw it on my like, second reading read through because I was admiring the art, and it's like, hang on, that's Beyond. That's that's so yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, for those that don't know, Ben Riley's kind of back, and the Beyond corporation or whatever it's called it's it's um part of this this uh ongoing story with ben riley and there, there's an, a billboard in the background um advertising a watch or something um which yeah. is pretty cool uh and i just wanted to mention the uh, i did just a little look into rampage as well stuart clark oh my gosh what a what a name um the first appearance was in 1976 so he's a bit of an older character i've never actually come across him uh in no the... i i've heard rampage i would never have known that was his real name mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly uh and uh, issue yeah champions issue five he started in uh, he was there so obviously, obviously there's a history there with jigsaw because he's got uh what does tiger say damn cut yourself shaving <laughs> he's got a few cuts on his face <laughs> Um, yes. similar to Jigsaw. Uh, um, I did do some reading there. I think Jigsaw did that, right? Um, yeah, Jigsaw did that. Yeah, to him. Uh, so, yeah, he looked very similar. When I was... Because I did see some spoiler panels here and there before I read the issue, and he, I thought he yeah, was... Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I thought he was Tombstone. But I was like, oh, Tombstone's in there. Oh, yeah, he's, that was, yeah, yeah. Because he's quite pale, but... Um, yeah, yeah, but rampage. There you go. Uh, any any other uh, any other points, Rebecca? You want to make before we potentially give this a I rating? Think that's maybe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a very very um very yeah. cool issue. Uh, and I guess we'll cap it off with Connish's rating system. Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first, Rebecca? I don't you mind. You go first. Okay. I always go first. Yeah, I know. I don't want to put you on the spot. Um, <laughs> uh, so for this, yeah, I, look, I really enjoyed it. It's very different from, say, issue um, issue three uh, and the other issues, actually. Uh, it does take the foot off the pedal a little bit, but it, it, it's, it breathes, you know. It brings in Tigra, uh, and you get a different side of Mark. Um, and I think it is well-crafted by Jed McKay. As, as you mentioned, Rebecca, the book ends. Um, the thing about the masks, um, the again, there's just 
I love the references to being a Moon Knight fan um, to all the other yeah. runs, uh, but also references to other bits of his life, like Dietrus uh, and um, and his relationship with his friends. Uh, I will give this uh, I'll give this an eight out of ten. I reckon. Uh, so that would be a big, beautiful a yellow man. Uh, how about you, Rebecca? Uh, I think actually the same. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna. I was going on seven point five, but I think with the, I think there's there's bits of it I like enough to like bump it up that mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, the art is somewhere well. somewhere the... in that vague. Yeah, mostly the art bumps it up for me. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, hang on. I'm just slowly trying to plug this into the prompt sheet so I don't forget. But 8 out of 10 from both High Priest of Conchie. Aussie, does Aussie give it a, a mark by any chance? Aussie gives it a yawn. <laughs> um, that's, that's his, you know, final Aussie, word. It's better than he, a... F- oh, yeah, he particularly liked Tigra's tail. Okay. Well, I was about to say, it's better than a fart, so good on you, Aussie. Well, he probably gives it a high score for having cats, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um pandering to the felines over there so, so um yes yeah, so there you go loony listeners uh eight out of ten for from all of us and a yawn um but uh we're going to take a quick <laughs> short break uh when we come back we're going to wrap up with some we got some feedback so be really cool to hear what you thought about this this issue so stay tuned hello i'm alan i'm rebecca and if you're listening to this, then we recommend that you check out our podcast, the DCAU Podcast, where we watch the original DC animated movies, starting from Batman Masculine Phantasm and continuing on to Justice League, Dark, Apocalypse War, and beyond. And we will cover such heroes as Batman, Superman, The Batman, Wonder Woman, Victorian steampunk Batman. The Flash. Batman Beyond. Green Lantern. Old Man Batman. Martian Manhunter. And plenty more versions of Batman. Lots and lots and lots of Batman. You can find the DCAU podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you can get podcasts by looking up the DCAU podcast. And subscribe today. Hey everyone, this is Phil. And Lola. Of the Capes and Lunatics podcast. You're listening to Into the Night. The. The. Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back. Looney listeners, you are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. You are with your two high priests of Conchu and a half. Uh, Aussie's still with us, I'm glad to hear. Uh, Rebecca, we have some feedback here for Nightlines. Um, <laughs> that's my <laughs> introduction to this segment. Uh, so thank you so much, listeners, uh, for dropping in your thoughts. It's always great to get reactions for new comic book issues. So uh, we got a varied response here, Rebecca. So shall we dive into it? Let's um, let's alternate. Uh, so from the, the Facebook page... I'll, I'll kick us off. Mario Di Giacomo. Hello, Mario, says, Another great issue, although I'm pretty sure uh, McKay uh, was trolling his readers with those preview pages. I wonder if Moon Knight was able to save any of his cash. 
Uh, it was also nice to see some closure on Moon Knight's daughter, and the unmasking scene was particularly well done, I thought. Can we keep Tigra around for a few more years? Yes, please. No real please. clues <laughs> as to whom the true big bad is, so I'm going to stick with my Deacon Frost theory. Yes. Okay, I like it. Yes, I'm up, I'm on, I'm, up, I'm up for that Deacon Frost yet. Yeah, me too as well. Um, keeping know. keeping with the vampirism. Um, yeah. But but yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you, Mario. Um, yeah, we share the same sentiments of the daughter, the unmasking. Um, Sorry, Rebecca, what does he uh, mean by um, Jed McKay was trolling his readers with those preview pages? Right, so the preview pages were from the middle of the book, not from the middle, uh, not from the front like they normally are. Ah, oh, okay, uh, right. They were the bit where the, they're talking about the actual blackmail bit and, like, I'm going to oh. take all your money and this thing. Like I don't know. I th- I don't know how much the writers get to choose. I don't know. They, maybe oh. they do. Maybe we can, um, we can ask it. Maybe they thought it was maybe they thought it was boring to start with um, mm-hmm. the Doctor Sturman again. Yep. And they just wanted to give a hint of the action. Give give a bit um, of something because else. They, they were yeah. that, and and it also showed Tigra arriving. So yep. I don't know. I don't know how that came about, but it was it was a, a mark difference to how preview pages are normally done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, well, well spotted, Mario. Um, thank yep. you for that. I uh, get Rick. Mm-hmm. Rick. Rick. Uh, he said, just when you think this run can't get any better, this knee slapper drop. There's last couple of pages on the roof with Mark pouring his heart out to Tigra, truly heartbreaking, mm. and something I didn't expect to see in this issue. Overall, another great one and done. Five out of five. Whoa. Rick Paul special, firing in yeah. a full marks. Well done. Yeah, that, that rooftop scene really... I mean, it's just well written, like, with, with a lot of care towards each other. Well, actually, more for Tigra, caring towards yeah. Mark. Um, really good. Thank you, Rick. Uh, a short one here, short and sharp from John Marsden. He said, bored the piss out of me, to be honest. Um, so, uh, yeah. fair enough. Because um, I did see this comment before and I thought, oh, okay, maybe the it was a, like a slow one, there wasn't any action. I, yeah. thought, I mean, I thought there was action in there. It was good to see Jigsaw yeah. in there. Um, but, but, you know, everyone comes yeah. with a different opinion. That's fine. Absolutely. Um, but hopefully, John... Hopefully the the next couple of issues will uh, will be good for you. Yes. Yep. Then on the Facebook group, John Marsden again mm-hmm. uh, said, "I don't see the point in buying Moon Knight variants. McNiven is banging out these cover A's like Vincent Van Picasso on speedballs. Pure class." <laughs> okay. I think I think I sadly responded that I'm not a massive fan of the McNiven covers. So yeah, if, and I put my hand up. They're a little bit too. Um, I, I I appreciate they're really good art. Yeah. I have just personally bought a lot of the variants instead because I they don't. Yeah. I don't love them. Oh, but I do like the idea of Vincent Van Picasso. As an <laughs> so, cheers yeah. for that. Thank you, John. You have a, a way with words there, and um, yeah, Eve would be rolling in her bed, <laughs> being Dutch and all, <laughs> having been <laughs> one of her favourite artists, I guess. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, and yeah, each to their own, I guess, with the art. Um, but yeah, Nick McNiven doing doing his thing. Uh, another one here from Josh. Johnson, and he writes in, thought this one was a good one. Uh, I remember Josh was, wasn't was too impressed with the last issue, uh, and he goes on to say, good to see Tiger turn up again, and I on, uh, and on obviously, what? And I on obviously like the callbacks to the old West Coast Avengers. 
Nice one and du- nice one and done story, though I wish we could have seen Moon Knight fight Jigsaw. Yes, me too. Instead of off panel. Art continues to be amazing. Eight out of ten. Thank you, Josh. Uh, share our our marks as well. So yep. regard it highly. Uh, Marley Schaefer said, I had to, this is my dream cover. I'm guessing oh. had to buy this issue. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. That was the, this I was the, the Venom cover. To the covers. Yes. Uh, really enjoying these solo issues that feel lightly connected to each other along with Moon Knight's history. It's new reader friendly while giving a nod to season loonies. Is he slowly assembling his own team? Oh. I think he is. I think he's slowly assembling his new team because let's, you know, that's so cool. Let's, let's not forget the old team. Yes. You know, that we love, but yes. Yes, so we got Tiger in there as well. So with Soldier yeah. and Reese and Shannon and Terry. Yeah. Um, so cool. No, thank you, Molly. Uh, and yeah, sorry, that was in reference to that, that variant cover with... Um, yeah. The, oh, yeah, the, the yeah, Venom, yeah, yeah. The that Venom, was, yeah. I, yeah, that was a good variant cover. That's cool. Yeah. It's just very freaky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We've got a couple couple left here from face for the Facebook group. Uh, we have the power oh, of Chad, yeah. and he writes, "I adored the Tiger interactions. I can't imagine how hard uh, it'd be to see a comrade go through everything Mark has since West Coast Avengers, and just deal with that. And yet she's stuck with him. Has Marlene made a permanent exit from the comic? <gasps> well, she's left the country." Uh, you know, maybe we can have Marvel UK. Uh, the action was a tad short, and it didn't feel like the issue resolved anything. It just tied up a villain that only challenged Mark's endless cash pit. The colours were phenomenal, absolute beautiful work, couldn't agree more, on the civil twilight cityscape and the neon backdrops. All things considered, getting a fourth golden issue would be difficult. Six and a half out of ten. Okay, so Jad, uh, Chad yeah. gives it a, um, a, you know, a, an average um, mark. Fair enough. Yep. Um, and I have uh, Russell from Tomes of Evil. Give me a keg of beer. Uh, it really made me want Tigre and Mark back permanently. Together, I presume. Uh, <laughs> Mark is... Well, I mean, hopefully they're both permanently. Well, we agree. Yes. The chemistry between the two in this issue is great. Their relationship's fun. It was also fun to see Jigsaw. Agreed all round. Agreed. Thank you, Russell, as well. Yeah, and Jigsaw... Um... Such a, you know, because he's kind of semi-well-known, I guess. He's been yeah, in movies, yeah, so it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a big, biggish character, so that was fun. Um, so thank you, Russell, yeah. Uh, and I'm hoping Greer stays for, uh, you know, a while. Please. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm just going to veer a little here on YouTube. Now, this was in response, because we didn't have an idle chat, so this was in response to another of our episodes, the the last one on the Volume 8 Price Guide. And again, this is from CMK7. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. And, uh, and he says, great job, Ray. Uh, so surprised that such recent, seems recent, issues are already turning over in value. Imagine when the show finally hits. Wish I wasn't so particular in purchasing variant covers. I always thought it was a marketing gimmick, but sounds like you can strike gold with the right variant. And I can't recall ever even seeing virgin covers on store shelves. Unlucky, I guess. Please keep this series up. I'd love to hear what older issues are up to these days. Yeah, no, thank you, Chris. Um, yeah, it was fun to do. I, I'm hoping to cover the other volumes, just because it's um, it's just interesting to see. I mean, it's not everyone's kind of kettle of fish, but... Um, yeah, Rebecca, are you, have you ever come across Virgin covers at all? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. 
Where do you get them? Like, are they from comic book stores or are they cons? Depends, or... It depends on which which the comics are and if okay. they're uh, what what kind of variant they are. Um, what do I have Virgin covers for? So, uh, so like sometimes they'll just do a run of them as as okay. variants. So the... they want to sh- like DC did did um, a set of Virgin variants. Okay. Um, if they're trying to highlight the artists or something, okay. and I think sometimes the events ones get Virgin covers, mm-hmm. or they're um, like for for the Moon Knight ones, uh, like for issue one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know where Forbidden Planet had some of their expensive ones. Oh, they had a Virgin version and a non-Virgin version. Oh, Virgin is without the trade dress. In case anyone is yes. wondering, I was about to just so elaborate. It's just yep. the art. Yeah. So. Um, if you go, I, I'll send you a link to some of the Forbidden Planet ones, but they they okay. offer them as like a two pack. It's oh. like they're doing that with the uh, Malieve ones. Are they ridiculously expensive? Or uh, it depends on the cover. Okay. Um, and because they do it for quite a few of them, so like uh, I'm just having a look. So for issue one, there was the Gabriel Delotto mm-hmm. variant set was thirty two pounds for the two issues. Oh, for two, okay. Well, yeah, the Virgin and the non-Virgin. The yeah. Joe Jusco was 37. The Alex Maleev is 45. Okay. The Ken Lashley, 33. Um, so, yeah, they... Um, and I'm guessing that's just because of how many they had to buy to get to that Yeah. That amount. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, because I don't think Kings, my, my LCS is... I don't think they stock any Virgin. I'll have to, I'll I think, have to ask. I think they need to be... They need to be big enough shops that yeah. can blow money on having them in. And uh, so, bear in mind, this is the UK, so like, we're, they'll probably be priced low, lower yeah. in America because of shipping and stuff like that. But mm. I mean, they're they're obtainable. They're just obviously they're not that obtainable. And yeah, and you have to blow a fair amount of money. I I don't often get them. Like the ones I've got tend to be when they. I don't tend to buy variants if they're more expensive than the average cover. Yeah, yeah, me too. You know, notwithstanding maybe one or two, if, if the cover, I don't know, for some reason. Or... You know, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a couple I've paid like a pound more for. I've not mm-hmm. paid like huge amounts for. Um, oh. I did for the, um, de- I did for the chips and dust. Game. Sorry? I just, I can't. Like, I, know, I can't. I know. It's expensive. I know. It's, it's a big, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it's part of the whole collecting, though. It, it, it ends up being what's important to you yeah. and. But also, like, quite often, those end up being discounted. So they're all in my wish list in case any of them get discounted, because then I'll automatically buy them. <laughs> like, yeah, if yeah. they're a I'll, I'll get them if they're discounted, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, so thank you for that, Chris. Yeah, and look, I'll I'll, um, I'll drop in one of the random idle chats. I'll, I might pick another volume, and we'll go through the price guides for more. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, Rebecca, do you want to take the, the Instagram ones then? Yeah, the Instagram ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tarrant Tsunami, Make Moon Knight a Furry, I say. Mm, I have nothing to say to that. Uh, Marvel what, what, is that what does that mean, Rebecca? Do you, a furry? Uh, do we really? No, do I don't we know. I don't know. It's just like it's people who dress up in fursuits. Oh, and... you told me about this ages ago. Yeah, I think I've never heard of this phenomenon. But yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I, yeah okay, I, I, well, I remember it now. And often, I remember and it often now. get sexual. Yes, pleasure. yes, I remember. Not it. Yes, always, but sorry, not often. <laughs> I totally forgot about that terminology. Um, as with as with other comments about Tigra on the Facebook page, not impressed. Mm, but yeah, you know, yeah. 
everyone has the right to express themselves as they want. It is funny, but it's just like... Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, sorry, was... I didn't. I forgot about that terminology. No, it's all right. Marvel <laughs> Gypsy. Uh, I thought it was a good read. I did miss the hardcore fights, though. I wish there was a better fight scene and more intensity. Mm-hmm. I thought the artwork was good. The storyline was okay, just a tad slow. So I think, you know... Yeah, so similar... People wanted to see the jigsaw and less... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe and... less chance. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I'd say, look, as a whole arc, um, this being preceded by issue three, you get more than enough action. Um, you, you know, if you read it as a whole, it will probably work work well. Um, so thank you for that, Marvel Gypsy. Uh, finally, sorry, <coughs> as I just clear my throat, uh, we've got an email from Noel Looney Tunes Tate, and I just want to say a big congratulations to Noel yes. and the lovely Laura for for um, getting married. Husband and wife, a huge congrats, Noel. Um, you are a champion. <laughs> anyway, Noel writes in, issue four. Kind of crazy, but I guess not completely out of the blue for McKay to bring in some Punisher characters. I was a little confused at first, so I had to look up Rampage. Me too. Wasn't that an arcade game with Godzilla and King Kong destroying a city? That's how I, that's what I thought. Anyway, Micro would have been cooler, but I'm guessing he's dead or something. Yes, he is very much dead. Um, a bit of Marvel continuity that I apparently haven't been paying attention to. Seeing Jigsaw was cool, though. I like how Jed is giving us a smattering of villains of the week. Rampage and Jigsaw were good additions to the list of baddies Moon Knight has taken down in this run that our big baddie is hiring. I almost don't really care who the person is trying to ruin Moon Knight's life. It's more fun watching the build-up. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, I'm loving seeing these characters come in. Um, I'm starting to think Mark is a better detective than he keeps saying he is. Uh, with help from Reese, he is able to track down his little problem and quickly handle it. I'm loving how yeah. efficient... Yeah, that's true. I mean, Reese... Self-hate think... issue, though, so he's going to be down-talking himself. So. True. And and Reese did a lot of the tracking, I think. Um oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he brought her on. He needs to trust her. That's true. <laughs> I'm loving how efficient this version of Moon Knight is at all. Um, his Moon Knight business. Tigra was nice to see, but seemed a bit like she was used as someone for Mark to talk to since he has chased away anyone else close to him. I guess it was a sleek move to bring her in for a little more uh, sometimes forgotten continuity. Someone that knows Mark better than anyone we've seen in the run so far. Saying that, the conversation at the end of the issue was worth having her, absolutely. Uh, was one of the most emotional things I've read in the Moon Knight comic in a while, and I really dig how Jed was able to touch on his daughter and the age of Conchu without overblowing or downplaying them. Great issue, seven and a half, a solid round boy plus some. And that signed off the low priest of Conchu, Noel. Noel, you are not low at all. You are high. Elevated, the elevated priest. <laughs> I'm so... Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, great points there. Um, things that we've covered, Rebecca, as well. I mean, I think one of the takeaways for this issue was, of course, that rooftop um, thing at the end. I think it was just really yeah. handled well. Um, it was caring, you know, um, and, and Tigra was voiced really well in that. Um, still has a upbeat disposition at the end making that joke about her kids yeah she's able to joke about her kids to to break the ice for mark so that's pretty cool and that shows a lot of character but thank you noel so uh there you go every thank you so much everyone for for the feedback you know you can keep on posting them in our discussion threads we always love to just discuss and think of what we've been saying as well yes tell us we're idiots not me i'm an idiot (laughs) no don't tell raider no tell tell us 
how big a Rampage fan you are, and you yeah, know, how tell we us everything about him. Yes, and, and how you pronounce all the names. The <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you pronounce Tiger, 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 Tiger? If you're <laughs> Gris, just Gris. if you're a chicken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go there. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, always love hearing from you all. Um, thank you so much, and uh, yeah, uh, we'll be sure to be covering hopefully you know all the other issues coming soon hopefully get jed back on if he's willing um love to chat with him uh, more about yep. it once a big badge revealed you know yeah yeah and uh and a new art coming so uh rebecca a huge thank yes. you um again thank you for having me back yeah hopefully i can get you um we can work out a time for understanding yes. did um, again, cool. yeah. Um, uh, just a little announcement. So, uh, Lena, who has been gracious enough to um, give us uh, a lot of information on on that segment, uh, yeah. So that will be part three. That will cap off this year, um, and then uh, I think Lena's just doing a bit of writing, Rebecca, and also a bit of writing for that Moon Knight book. So, um, uh, yeah. So, so they said uh, next year we'll, we'll we'll continue on that. So, uh, yeah. So looking forward to that. I mean, the year's nearly ended anyway, so yeah, <laughs> it's not that long, long to wait. Uh, but a big thank you, Rebecca. Thank uh, you. yeah, as, uh, as always though, and I've kind of tagged this on at towards the end of the show. Now, a big thank you to our patroonies. Uh, so patreon.com slash ITK moon Knight. A big thanks to Daniel, Drew, Justin, Derek, Kyle, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Anthony, Russell, and Michael. Thank you so much for all your support. And anyone who's keen on becoming a Patreon member, uh, privy to bonus episodes, um, scripts, uh, uncut material, that sort of stuff, videos, uh, please uncut, check out. Uncut content is definitely worth it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, if you if you join now, you can hear what happened in the break in this episode and, <laughs> and how I, I was just copying and pasting stuff while Rebecca was patiently waiting. Really um, it's it's yeah. brilliant listening. Have a listen. <laughs> so anyway, uh, patreon.com slash ITK Moon Knight. Also our sponsors, CLZ Comics from collectors.com, a database uh, full of, um, for all your needs, whether it be music and books, comics, um Movies, TVs, you know, Blu-rays, stuff like that. Um, fantastic. Go check them out. Collectors, collectors.com. Uh, Fringe Night by Daniel doing an original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. Support Daniel's creation at patreon.com slash fringe night 27. And that's a night with a K as well. Also, uh, other sponsor, Drew Tombs. His music is available both on SoundCloud as Tombs and Bandcamp as Lurk Music. Uh, go check out Tombs on soundcloud.com slash tombs and Lurk Music on lurkmusic with a ck.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can buy Drew's music there. Uh, finally, Dreamland Comics, if you use the code MOON, you'll get 20% off all their online stuff. Um, go get yourself some more Moon Knight material. And finally, we are part of the collective. Uh, look, at a, a load of shows here. Rebecca... Yeah, a part of a really cool one, uh, DCA, DC Animated Universe podcast as well. And Rebecca, I'm going to give you another shout-out with the other one of yours, Sons of the Dragon and the Immortal yeah. Iron Fist podcast. Um, that's just a smatter, just a, just a little Holding taste. both this weekend. Oh, lovely. There's going to be plenty of content, uh, listeners. Yeah. So that was just tip of the iceberg. There's plenty more shows. Go check it out <laughs> on the link as well um, in the show notes. And finally, please email us, feedback at itkmoonlight.com, be like Noel, 
email us um, and tell us your thoughts. We've got a website, itkmoonlight.com, and we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord. Get vocal. Uh, and also, incidentally, Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. If you'd like to leave us a review, that'd be really cool. Um, it will just help us reach out to other loonies out there who may be in the wild. So, uh, yeah, please do. Uh that about wraps us, Rebecca. Any other final words from yourself or or Ozzy? I haven't heard a little squeak from Ozzy. No, like he's having a nap. He's probably have he's probably got bored of us and he's just like <laughs> there's no, given up. Yeah. There's no um, there's no food no, here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's there's no food here. He knows he knows I'm about to get lunch, so you know. Oh lovely. Lovely. It's well funny. Excellent. Well have a have an awesome lunch, Rebecca. Um hope you get to do uh some productive work. In the, in, the, in the meantime as well. And loonies, I will say, may you watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Bye. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.